0: You are listening to TLRStation.com. Worldly Connections is all about bringing magic into your life. Janet Wizawadi, visionary coach and consultant, is on a mission to empower people to keep moving forward, have a vision, and trust that something good will come of it. Worldly Connections inspires listeners to live happy and be happy through the power of conversation and positive energy from Janet and other experts who believe that life is a team sport, and when you work together, miracles happen. And now, here is your host, Janet Wizawati.
1: Welcome to Worldly Connections on TLR Station, where life's a team sport, and when we all work together, miracles happen. I have a a very interesting guest today. I met uh, Ladine Litwin at uh, an Edmonton Chamber of Commerce lunch. We sat next to each other and had a chat. And she was uh, working with insurance and investments, which of course she still does. But she's got something new that I want to share with all of you, something that I think I'd heard about, but didn't know whether it was a scam or not. So I really wanted to bring her on the show so that we could clarify that up and to share with people, uh, what it's all about. Like she's going to talk to us about, uh, types of unclaimed property assets, uh, money insurance in the Canadian economy needing to be found. And, uh, Nadine, welcome. And please share the wisdom. Thank you so much,
2: Janet, for having me. I'm very, very excited to share with everyone out there the process of unclaimed money. Like you said, when we had first met at the chamber meeting, I was doing insurance and investments. So starting in insurance, I've been in insurance just over a year. The company I started with, I started going through their book of business. They had clients that needed to be contacted. I started going one by one and contacting them. As I started to go through this book, I realized that some of these clients were born in the 30s. I would try to call them. Their phone numbers were disconnected. I would send them out a letter. The letter would come back returned mail. So there's insurance policies for these clients, but there's no way to get in touch with them. Going through this process, client after client, I realized there might be a little bit of an issue here. So me and a silent partner that I have who's been in the industry over 30 years, we started doing some research into unclaimed insurance and unclaimed investments in Canada. We realized there is no local database for insurance companies to send their unclaimed property to because most of the insurance companies have these policies they don't realize that the people are passed away so on a a paid up insurance policy where these policies exist from is back in the early 70s late 70s early 80s you would as a child you would see your insurance agent come to your parents house sit at your kitchen table they would drink coffee eat desserts and talk insurance the insurance agent would put insurance policies into place for your parents, for US children. They would come and drop off these policies in the form of policy books. Well, after 10, 15, 20 years, these policies became paid up. So there was no money coming out of your bank account, no checks that needed to be written. If you didn't have these policy books, you might have forgotten who these insurance companies, who your insurance was through. Back in the 90s, there was over 160 insurance companies. Now there's about a hundred. So even if you knew where your who your insurance company was with, larger companies might have already purchased them over. It would be very hard to track this. So we did lots of research and we came up with an idea that we can search for these unclaimed policies for you. It's a very long search. It takes about two months But we contact the insurance companies and we see if there's any unclaimed policies.
1: That seems strange that there's no, you know, database for just all those unclaimed ones. It's like, what are these insurance companies? They know that these are sitting there or don't they know? Like, did they they get lost somewhere? No, they just don't know.
2: They're paid up policies. The only way the insurance company would know if someone is deceased, if they stopped making premium payments. So and these after, policy, these after policies
1: it's
2: paid are, up? Yeah, these, so these policies are paid up mm-hmm. and there's no and premium payments coming out. So they're not aware. Unless you knew you had this policy or your executor, your beneficiary knew to claim this policy, the insurance company doesn't know that you've passed away. You as an insured, if you had this paid up policy, forgot about it because you had it 10 years ago, forgot about it, you might be unaware that you still have this insurance in place. The Unclaimed Property Act of Canada, the insurance companies are supposed to, after a certain amount of time, if they think a policy of someone is deceased, they transfer it to a third um, governing company. But the problem is the insurance companies don't know these people are deceased.
1: So they don't ever keep in touch with these people, even though they've got paid up policies. There's not maybe... uh, contact information every once in a while. Can you update your information or anything? Especially in this time of computers, we've had computers around for a while, but, uh, and I know not so much in the 70s and that, they were just the big ones, but like, don't they send out letters? Like, this seems strange to me that you've got policies, these insurance companies, aren't these policies invested somewhere? Don't they grow or are they stagnant?
2: Um, it depends on the type of policy that was put into place with the insurance company. The thing is, if you get this policy, the, and in five years, you move, or 10 years, you move, the policy is paid up, you forget to contact the insurance company and give them your new address, they have no way of tracking you down. Yeah. They put it in the insured's best interest to ensure the insurance company has the updated information.
1: Wow. This is so interesting to me because um, there has to be lots in there. Like this money's just floating around. It's, it's just sitting somewhere in in a computer database or in a bank somewhere. Because it's not just insurance, com- insurance claims that you're talking about. It's also bank accounts as well, right? Don't the banks just take over that money eventually? Correct. So-
2: Correct. The Bank of Canada is in charge. Banks are a little bit easier or a little bit different to deal with. Bank accounts, anything over, I think it's three years, the money has to be sent to the Bank of Canada and they manage that. On insurance company side, there's no way to manage that.
1: Mm -hmm. So it's just sitting there, just waiting for somebody to claim it and it can sit there forever, right?
2: Exactly. And for the best of our knowledge, this money is also with the insurance company. The insurance company has to have this money available to be able to pay out on these policies. So it's still on their books. It's still on their
1: books. Wow. So can you go a little bit into the process on like how somebody... Uh, would go about this, that uh, they would contact, are you the only one right now in Canada doing this? Or is there another process that they can do? Can they, like it's, I can't see them phoning all these insurance companies. Like you say, there were 160 some and now there's a hundred.
2: Just under a hundred. Yeah. So how the process works is you can go right onto our website. We have an online form. You can search for yourself or someone who's deceased. Now if you go oh. to search for someone who's deceased when we go to claim the funds you have to ensure that you are either their beneficiary their executor of their their estate you can't just search for your neighbor because if something happens we find money you can't you won't have any rights to claim for someone who you're not the legal heir of
1: okay
2: so we suggest people especially now with our uh, Canadian, um, as we're getting older and our population is changing, anyone who has elderly parents who are still alive, because it's easier to make a claim and know where the information is while you're still living, we can do insurance searches for. Anyone who has passed away, passed away within the last 10 years, 15 years, we can do a search for Anyone we can do a search for, even if you're still alive. Maybe you've worked for a couple different companies. You think you might have a pension out there that you forgot to claim. We can benefit anyone. And as far as we know, we're the only company out there that does the search that we do. That's why it takes two months to complete.
1: Okay, so my father died nine years ago. It's coming up 10 years. My mother's still alive. Now, um, would I suggest that my mother just, because her parents, who knows her parents may have have had a policy that uh, was never located as well. Um, so, is it best that, say, my mother contact you and say, hey, can you do a search for this? Like, it doesn't hurt, does it? No, it What's, doesn't at all. Because... What's your initial charge? Don't you have uh, something you're doing right now that uh, you're offering people? Because there is a charge. You've got lots of work that you put into it.
2: Absolutely. We have an introductory fee that we're charging right now. It's $20. Mm -hmm. So $20 is to do a search for one person. So let's say if your mom wanted to search for her family, her and your dad, that would be four different searches. So it's $20 Mm -hmm. each for a search. And then we take a percentage when we find your money. So if we find a claim, anything over $40,000, we take 15%. One five. We are very confident. Our passion is to put the money back in the people's pockets. Because what you don't know, you don't know.
1: Well, that's my my saying, too, because there's so much out there that I didn't know. And when when I talked to you about this, I found this fascinating. So I just want to get this clear. So $20 per person that you're doing the search for. So if it was searching for my grandfather and uh, my great-grandfather or whatever we go back for, how far back can you go?
2: Uh, The insurance companies, between five, seven, some of them are ten any unclaimed like bank accounts things like that we can go back up to 100 years
1: wow okay so 10% if it's under 40,000 and 15% if it's over 40,000 right yeah and anything
2: under $20,000 or $2,000 is a set you know it's a set fee anything under $2,000 and then anything over $40,000 is
1: 15% okay well, you know, we're going to take a break now. And uh, this, is, like I say, this is all fascinating to me. And I'll get you to, uh, when we come back, share a little more about yourself and what took you to the insurance investment uh, and uh, go from there. How does that sound? That sounds great. Thanks, Nadine. And we'll talk to you again in a few minutes. Sounds great.
0: Need to book an appointment with a holistic health provider? or find resources and products in Edmonton and surrounding area? Not exactly quite sure who to contact or where to begin your search? Your Holistic Earth is the only online holistic marketplace that connects people like you who need help to the holistic health practitioners who provide a complete range of professional services and products. Look no further. Your Holistic Earth is your online holistic marketplace for a healthier and happier you. For everything holistic, visit yourholisticearth.ca. That's yourholisticearth.ca.
1: Welcome back to the second half of Worldly Connections, where we are talking to Nadine Litwin, and she's talking to us about unclaimed money and how we might find it and that it's out there. There's apparently lots out there, and some of it may belong to you. So I highly recommend you look a little more into it to go to her website, uh, www.imoneys, that's M-O-N-I-E-S, with an I in front of that, .ca. So Nadine, welcome back to the second half here. And uh, before we went to a break, we were talking about uh, how people could go about doing a search on their own and then, can you just recap that a little bit and also how they can get a hold of you and what the process is once you get involved to look for it?
2: Sounds great. Thank you so much again, Janet. Um, yeah, so they can find us on our website, www.imoneys.ca. There is an online form to fill out. Basically, all we need is whoever we're searching for, first name, last name, date of birth, There is a little bit of breakdown on there. If they were a teacher, we can search different teacher pensions. If they were an actor, if they were a member of the Knights of Columbus, and it's all on the form. Also, if you can give any additional information, uh, provinces they've lived, um, places that they may have worked that you think might have unclaimed money. The more information you can give us to do a search, the easier it will be for us to do the search.
1: And before we went to the break, uh, you mentioned that you can go back up to 100 years, right? Yes, with bank accounts.
2: Unclaimed bank accounts go back up to 100 years. Insurance Uh companies all vary. Some are two years, some are five years, some are 10 years.
1: You know, that's kind of scary that with insurance that they would only go back like that. It's almost like, especially if you say like two years and five years, That's not a whole lot of time if people are moving around to that. And if they aren't actively looking for these people, like that's money in their pocket.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely it is. And I think the insurance company doesn't realize the type of problem that they have out there. I came up with the idea because I started going through a book of insurance business for policies that were written in the 70s, in the 80s, people born in the 30s. I can get in touch with this these people and because of privacy I couldn't find the beneficiary because I had these insurance policies I couldn't take the beneficiary and find and do a search on the beneficiary because of privacy laws we couldn't go out and find the people as an insurance agent we had to get people to come to us so that's why we opened this this business is to have people to come to us we get to represent them as a licensed insurance agent, and do a search. Once we find money, we represent them and we help them claim it. They might have to give documents like death certificates, uh, proof of identification if they're still alive. They provide us with the forms. We do all the gross legal work (laughs) That that goes with it.
1: Okay, so now my question goes back to we're talking insurance and it can be two years and that. So you said you went back on your insurance policies to the 70s. So does that mean they still might be able to claim that? Because I'm confused. Yeah,
2: so these policies that I called on were people that the insurance company still thought was alive. And I have no guarantee that they were passed away. I just made the assumption born in the 30s, Mm -hmm. policies written in the 70s. Paid up in the 80s, phone number disconnected, and returned mail.
1: So people could still, is that policy still sitting there, or is that money gone? Nope. That's where where I'm confused. Still sitting there. It's the insurance
2: companies that can't search that far back. That policy would be there, but the insurance companies due to larger companies buying smaller companies, It's the insurance companies who can only search between those timeframes. The policies would still be there.
1: Okay, so let me recap so I understand it because I'm a little bit slow on that uptake. So it's the insurance companies, they've got them there, but they can't search without somebody coming forward and asking them. So it's with like that two years and that, that money's still there. But what you do is you try and connect the people with that, and then you can help them find that policy and maybe recoup some of that? Correct. Okay. Okay. I had lost you there a bit when you said the two years. I thought, oh, then it's all gone, and the insurance company has all this money that they're just going to keep. So, okay. I think I'm a little bit clear on that now. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for the the confusion. It's insurance.
2: And I have to say... (laughs) One of the three things in life, mortgages, insurance, investments, we should have been taught it in school because they're very, very complicated, but they're things that every person needs. Mm -hmm.
1: So the best thing to do is to look at that form on that website, have a look, and if there's any confusion to get in touch with you and all your information is on that site, right? Right.
2: Absolutely, yes.
1: And we can only do searches in Canada. Yeah, that's another thing. You know, I would think, because like my grandfather uh, came to Canada as a child from the United States. So we can't even look for his parents, right? Because that's the U.S. Some
2: of the states in the U.S., though, they have a central database that you can search on. I'm not sure if insurance policies are included in that or if it's just unclaimed bank accounts, travelers checks, things like that. But in the U.S. there is there is options to search as well. But again, trying to find that information is very tricky.
1: Now. Uh, I have listeners that are in the United States and actually all over the world, so uh, because we're more connected with the United States as they are our southern neighbors, um, would they if they had some questions, would you be able to answer some questions and maybe help guide them on what to, what actually they have to look for? because we may know about this stuff, but when you don't write, ask the right questions, you don't get the answer that you need to get.
2: Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the U.S. has so many different rules and regulations than we do in Canada. I could help with some of the answers. The other answers, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. It's it's a little bit different. I mean, even Canada is tricky enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like just even that knowledge that you just gave us that in the states, some of them have central databases. So in that, could you say, okay, this is go to your. Uh, but go to your city hall and ask questions or, or is there uh you know what I mean? Like just what kinds of questions are best to ask of the industry of where they might find it?
2: Yeah, probably whoever manages like in Canada, we have the Alberta insurance council that manages the advisors. Then we have the superintendent of insurance that manages the insurance companies. So okay. it would be their federal or like it's our federal superintendent of insurance that manages the insurance companies.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So it'd be their equivalent in the U S. Mm-hmm.
1: So give me an idea of, um, as you look for this and people come to you and look for it, it must be really exciting when you do find something and you help somebody through a claim. Can you give us without releasing any names or any, give us an example of a success story for you. Um,
2: because of privacy, I can't, unfortunately.
1: Okay. Okay. Sorry, not generic that we did, we found some for this person by going through this or anything.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, because of privacy laws, everything yeah. has to state,
1: has to yeah. stay private. What's, um, I want to say, what's your success rate? It's a long process, right? Absolutely.
2: And you know what the thing is, when we were doing analysis through the research part of this, there's about six hundred and twenty six million in unclaimed bank accounts. Again, wow. Yeah, that's just bank accounts. So banks, again, after three years, if there is no action in a savings account, checking account, traveler's check, um, safety deposit box, it gets sent to the Bank of Canada and they manage that. On the insurance policy side, any research that we've been able to pull up, it's between 4 and $7.5 billion in unclaimed insurance. And you would wonder why such a big stretch. It's because no one has an exact number.
1: It's interesting because, like, I think back, I, um, you know, I'm sure my grandmother probably had a hidden bank account at one time. Let's face it, she, you know, she was a stay-at-home and my grandfather worked and and uh, what they called it is house money, I guess, and and stuff. But, yeah, I'm sure that there's, like, people that have bank accounts that nobody in their family is aware of. And that should be another thing that maybe people should be doing <clears throat> is with their will is to have a list of all your bank accounts and, and all, any insurance policies that you can follow through on and find or remember or <clears throat> some kind of a history anyways to leave with that will, right? So then it makes it easier for your descendants to find.
2: Absolutely. And another part of insurance that we didn't really touch on is credit card insurance. A lot of credit card companies, when you opened up a credit card, they gave you a $1,000 free accident life policy which means that if you died by accident the credit card company would give you a thousand dollars really and people Mm. forgot about that they got a little piece of paper in the mail two weeks after they applied for their credit card they filed it it's again a paid up insurance policy nothing comes out of your pocket it's something the credit card company offered you you filed that little piece of paper do you, do you have it still? Do you know if you still have that type of insurance out there? If you did pass away from accident or you had a family member pass away from accident, do you know if their credit card had this type of insurance on it? It's very hard. You know, we're working with a funeral company right now that's based um, throughout Canada. When you When someone passes away, the first thing you do is you go to your funeral director. And one of the first questions you ask is, How do I know where everything is? And they will give you the advice to look through bank accounts, look through offices, look through drawers in your office, look through safety deposit boxes. But again, if you got one of these paid up policies back in the 70s when no money's coming out of your bank account, you moved a couple times, you never forgot, you forgot to change your address, you don't have the actual policy written in paper from the 70s yourself, you wouldn't even know that it's there.
1: Well, Nadine, I am blown away with this information, and uh, uh, yeah, keep on doing what you're doing, and uh, I'm hoping some people will contact you. Uh, I'm going to talk to my mom, <laughs> And so, so. Uh, but even like uh, when you're talking about that, I don't know whether Les and I have anything that, I don't think we have anything that's paid up that that's available to us, but you know what I mean, Uh, bank accounts, especially, uh, I know people get a, you know, a little savings account, put it away for that rainy day and forget about them. I, I always thought that once that bank account, uh, you forgot about it or that, that it just went away and you never ever saw that money again. I didn't realize there was an access that you could go to find it. So I want to thank you for being here today. And before we before we leave, I just want to make sure people can contact you. Um, can you give us your email address and your website again? Absolutely. Thank you, Janet. Uh, the website is
2: ca. So I-M-O-N-I-E-S dot C-A. You can also email me at info at imoneys. So I-N-F-O at imoneys C-A. Or you can email me at n for Nadine and then Litwin, L-I-T-W-I-N, at imoneys.ca. You
1: also has a Facebook page, right, for iMoneys? Yeah, we sure do. Again, it's imoneys underscore inc. Okay. Thank you so much, Nadine, for coming on the show and sharing that uh, information for us. Uh, Hopefully that we'll be able to connect some people, thanks to you, with their money.
2: Thank you so much, Janet. And again, our goal is to help people find money. This is our passion. We want to put the money back into the people's pockets, who it's rightfully theirs. Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Are you interested in appearing on Worldly Connections, ready to work together and make miracles happen? Then Janet wants to hear from you. Contact her at Janet at FamilyConnect.com. That's Janet at FamilyConnect, spelled C-O-N-N-E-K-T dot com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. Tune in next week, same day and time.